What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where nutrition, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. And we have arrived near the end of the month. This one is coming out a little bit earlier just because there's a holiday weekend following um, on Monday following. So we thought we'd put it out one week early. Um, That means it's time for mental health check. And this one is, um, I feel it in my bones. Uh, We need to talk about (laughs) imposter syndrome. I okay. feel I feel both like an expert and attacked at the same time yes. right now. Like, yes. let's be completely honest yes. here. Imposter syndrome. Yes. Um, I've joined you and Aaron on Mind Your Own to talk about this before, yes. and it's it's a really great conversation. So I'm going to pump that for a second. Yes, uh, go um, check out Mind Your Own podcast if you don't already listen to Sasha's other podcast. You should be because her and Aaron are fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, we talk about sports except when we don't, which is all the time. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> it's great. You like our bullshit, you're going to love their bullshit, like easily. Yes. Um, so imposter syndrome, to put it simply, um, if you don't know what imposter syndrome is or if you've never experienced it, I'm very glad for you. Mm, yeah. um, the amount Lucky of self-confidence of you have greatly yes. greatly outdoes the amount that I possess. Yes. Um, so I'm happy for you. That's legit. That's not bullshit. Um, but it's the experience of feeling like a phony. You feel like at any moment you're going to be found out as a fraud, like you don't belong where you are, um, like you only got there through dumb luck. It can affect anyone, no matter their social status, their work background, their skill level or degree of expertise. Mm-hmm. I've been in the same industry for almost 15 years, and I fucking suffer from imposter syndrome on the daily. All the time. I work with people that I've known for a decade, and I still fucking mm-hmm. worry that they're going to figure out that I'm some shitty asshole and they're going to fire me. <laughs> like, right. And it's not that I actually even am. It's just my brain being a shithead. Mm-hmm. Yep, pretty much. Um, I've experienced this all of my life. Yeah. Um, some of the most common signifiers of imposter syndrome, inability to realistically assess your competence or skills. And this can show up in undervaluing most of the yes, time. Yes, that's, that's pretty much what that one is, is getting at. Um, contributing your successes to others or outside factors. I do that all the time. (laughs) I I cannot take a compliment and I cannot take praise because I feel like they're lying to me. Like you're just saying that to be nice. Not because I actually accomplished anything or I'm good at what I do. I do that all the time. I have to stop myself constantly. We also both grew up in a situation where we had a lot of adults that placated us. Yeah. Yep. To make us feel like we didn't know what was going on. Um, So I feel that or diminished, diminished um, any kind of, of, you know, achievements or emotional needs or any of that shit. Um, so yes, I'm really bad about this too. I can't take a fucking compliment to save my life. It is something I actively work on. Yes. Um, it's still really awkward for me when someone gives me praise, like, and it sucks too, because this statement's going to sound self-absorbed and it's not, I know I'm good at my job. Mm-hmm. I know I'm good at what I do. I've been doing this since I was 19 years old. I turned 34 today. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like I've been Happy doing this for a long time. To you. Yay! I'm not dead yet. Woo. <laughs> um, but like, 
it's it sucks. It sucks. It's always fucking there. And it's just like that little fucking the hoopla guy on the episode of SpongeBob where they're talking about making the Krabby Patty. That's the motherfucker that gives you the imposter syndrome that's just sitting in that dark corner in the back mm-hmm. of your brain. Shut it out. Yes, as best you can. And yeah. we'll cover kind of how to flip the script a little bit uh, a little bit later in the episode. Mm-hmm. But some other examples would be putting yourself down for your performance. We see this a lot and I hear it a lot and we get messages about it a lot especially when it comes to the gym. We're going to talk about this at length in just a little bit here, but I do it to myself too. There are ways that you can overcome that, like baby steps, okay? Mm -hmm. Overachieving actually can also be imposter syndrome, which I am, like, if I'm guilty of any of these... We are the queens. (sighs) Shameful high five. Um, I am, (laughs) I am, really have had to work very hard at this. We actually just recently together um, talked to a college class. And one of the things that I said when asked, what is something that you would do differently if you knew that now? And what I was getting at by saying this was don't be comfortable. First of all, set boundaries for yourself. You've got to learn how to do that Period. It's just a human life skill. Yes. Um, But also knowing when to say no. I've always, 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 always felt like I had to be a yes person. Yes to everything. Because if I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't feel like I would be perceived as good enough at my job if I wasn't available all the time and good at everything. Not the case. Yeah. You don't Not need to the be case. the one person to do For everything. everything. No. Um, and that was, we both gave the same answer. Like being able to say no, um, learning how to set, again, this goes back to setting boundaries, which yes. I feel like we talk about all the time on yes. mental health checks, but yes, stick do. to the basics. They again. are important. Um, so like setting boundaries is super, super crucial, especially to find that work-life balance. Um, Another thing with overachieving is that in a way, in most circumstances, it's setting you up for failure yes. because you feel like, and this is my, just my personal, everybody is going to have a different idea of what overachieving is, but I have struggled with it when I am not the best at everything. Um, I really, really, really get down and hard on myself when I have to ask questions or when I make a mistake. Um, I can think of, and I taught, I bring this story up all the time on Mind Your Own, actually. But there was a time when I was still working in radio, when I was working on a sports radio station. I misdialed a number and I called a stranger and they got onto the air because this person was so tired. They had no idea what the and fuck was going on. we laugh about it now because we can do that. I but. wanted to crawl inside oh. of my asshole. I was so embarrassed. I was so it's embarrassed the to the point, And people knew how overachieving I was and how much a perfectionist I felt I had to be. That people were checking on me after I got off the air that worked at the station. Like, are you okay, dude? We heard it. It was hilarious. I'm like, no, I'm not fucking okay. I'm okay now. But in that moment, I was mortified that I made a mistake. But then we go back and look at how many hundreds of broadcasts that Mm. you produced without Mm. a fucking hitch. Yeah. One time you accidentally called someone that wasn't. I the, thought it was going to end my career. Oh, I'm no, not even. Dude. I'm not even lying. No. I in that moment because I've I've based a lot of my life until I was in my mid twenties on being the best at everything. If I got a B in high school and in college, I was so hard on myself. Like you're like putting myself down, like constant negative negative thoughts. Like you are fucking stupid. You probably should just stop going. 
Like you, you're not going to graduate from college and like be successful because you got a B. Yeah. Like C's I, get degrees, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, that's that overachieving thing. Oh, I know. Like I, I felt like I had to be all these things in order to, for people to perceive me in the best light possible. Yeah, I get that. Trust me. Like I, when, especially when you're really, when you really excel at your job, when you're young, mm. Um, you really feel like you have a fucking point to make. There's a huge chip on your shoulder. Oh yeah. Huge. Um, and that may not be the case for everybody, no, for us, but, definitely but in, in, in broadcasting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I think about like, I don't know how I fucking survive those days to be completely honest with you. My lifestyle now sur- surrounding my job is so much fucking different than what we used to do. Yeah. Like I used to work a seven hour air shift go eat dinner for an hour and then go fucking hang out at a bar until 2 a.m., drive back to Omaha from Lincoln, Nebraska, sleep until 8, get up, and then fucking do it all over again. Like, mm-hmm. how? How yeah. the fuck did I do that? I did it because, A, I needed money. I but wouldn't B, do that now. No, God, no. no. God, no. I'm like, I'm working eight hours. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm actually I'm actually going to tie that in here in yeah. a second because we have gotten really good at setting boundaries around work. Like, you and I are always working. We're always thinking about shit for yeah. the podcast. We're always sending each other messages, but we're not always actively, like, working you know like hard working creating content working <laughs> like me working I'm i need to like about. take the the in intra you know work chat off of my phone because yes, i am do. always working yes, you do. that's <laughs> one that's, that's one thing i do need to, to still say. still work on but when it comes to overachieving like so last week when we came in you were fried when we got oh, done my god and you did something and i was so goddamn <laughs> proud of you for it you walked up to pat and said hey pat we're done recording i don't have anything else on my schedule today and i'm fucking fried i think i'm gonna go, I'm gonna home. go home so i did and i was like yeah that's huge and i i'm very um this next one too, like kind of ties into it. So mm-hmm. being fearful of living up to expectation oh, kind of ties in with overachieving, Ugh. but something that I've learned that is super, 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 super important. And one thing that I repeat to anybody that is, you know, reporting to me or anything like that, I want you to have a work-life balance, but it is not my responsibility to create that work-life balance that for is you. on you individually. It is up to me in a way to empower you to feel like you can do that. But in any job, it is not the company's responsibility to create the work-life balance for you. Yeah. It is on you to create that for yourself. But it's the one thing that is on the company is empowering you to feel like you can. Yeah. And I think that a lot more places are taking that into consideration, you know, planned mental health days, things like that. But keep in mind that taking care of yourself is finding that work-life balance and what that looks like for you. Because what it looks like for me isn't going to look like what it does for Sadie or any of you. It's going to depend A, on the industry that you work in, but B, also on yourself and Mm -hmm. what you have going on in your own personal life. Like here, there's a great, like there's recliners for you to come hang out right. if you want to go and work I, on something. I do understand minute, like, like that what I just said probably sounded really fucking privileged because I understand that not everybody is able to do oh, that yeah. all of the There's time. There's exceptions to everything. Um, but that it comes back down to those boundaries, like not feeling like you have to say yes to everything, I guess is what I was getting at. Sorry if I sound like a condescending asshole. No. <laughs> Trust me, we've both been broke. We've Oof, had to fucking work just because we I had to fucking it to come work. off no, that way. We, we get it. We get the grind. Um, but yeah, no, there's... There's a certain power that you get when you figure out how to be able to have that work-life balance. Mm-hmm. So that you're still doing the job that gives you the money to live your life, but your job isn't your life. Yes, 100%. Like I, really, I really fucking love what I do. Yeah. I love what I do. 
but it's not my life. Right. It's like a fraction of what I do every day. Yeah. But yeah, being fearful of living up to expectations. Holy shit. Being <laughs> raised by a narcissist. Let me fucking tell you about that. Having older siblings, one of which was smarter than me until I realized that the system that I was in was not made to fucking enrich me and that I ended up being smarter in the long run. Mm. However, um, yeah, always being fucking compared to your older sibling is really annoying. Being held to their bar and their fuck-ups and their achievements and what they wanted to do is always a pain in the ass. And that is something that I fucking drag behind me every day. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, one specific example of living up to expectations. So, like, when I was in fifth grade, we had the option to join band. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to play the clarinet. I was super jacked about it. My mom told me no. She told me no because my sister quit band after a year. So just because my sister quit, she wasn't going to let me do it. And I had to go to school and I fucking pulled a power move and cried to my music teacher. And I fucking joined the band. And guess what? I was in honor bands. Um, I I played three different instruments in my high school band career. Like, fuck you, Sheila. Let me do what I want. (laughs) Like, don't, don't let someone else's expectations ruin your life. Here's the other thing too, and we've said it before, but other people's expectations of you are not your responsibility. Goddamn right. Period. End of story. And also on the flip of that, expectations that you have of other people, one, usually lead to resentments, but two, are not the other person's responsibility to live up to because chances are they probably don't even know that you have that expectation and vice versa. And that's why it's not on either person. Yep. So, and then in the same vein, so you're scared of living up to whatever expectations have been set Mm. for you. This is where it can lead to self-sabotage, especially when you have success. Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit. Um, I have conversations with Sasha that I don't have with any other fucking living being. And um, she knows just how fucking in my head I am sometimes, especially when we're fucking booming as a podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, I am always subconsciously scared and hypervigilant that the other fucking shoe is going to drop. And I just don't know what it is. It's the worst. I think that's my least favorite part about imposter syndrome. I fucking hate all of it, but that part is the fucking worst. How you self-sabotage yourself. Yeah. Um, I used to be the fucking queen of this. (laughs) And the only thing, we actually just had this conversation yesterday, not exactly on topic, but similar. The only way that I stifled it I didn't want to say overcome because all of this stuff always lingers up in here. Yeah, it's always there. But was therapy. I had to figure out my tics and the things that made me work. What, what, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What are, why? Why do I do these things? Why am I? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, And like, I understand that not everybody necessarily can afford or has access to, but if you like, you know, just furthering conversations talking out loud about the things that make you tick, I guarantee you that most people, if you're self-sabotaging, one, other people don't understand why people do yes. the things that they do sometimes. Yes. And just having a conversation of like the noggin, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what's going on up here, helps other people understand. Only if you're comfortable, of course. Yes. Um, but having those conversations out loud also has greatly benefited me. Um, being willing to be like, huh, Hey, remember how I did that one thing? Well, this is what was going on in my head at the time. And it's like, sometimes it's like, oh, I didn't know. Um, now I understand. Maybe that's why, what the, what terrible, the impulse was to 
react the terrible that way. things I've done in my lifetime to mm. prove to myself that I'm better than what I thought I was and self-sabotaging myself in the process. To make yourself... to Okay, so the oh. thing for self-sabotage for me is like if I'm up here and I'm starting to feel a little confident in something, oh, fuck no. Here's why you're a fuck up. Mm-hmm. Here's a reminder of why you are not that. Mm-hmm. And you, you pull up the most old, terrible things that you you really dig into that because I do the same thing. I go deep into that Rolodex, the shitty things yeah. I've done in my life. It can be bad. Um, and again, you are allowed to change. Yes. You're allowed to change. If you used to be an asshole and you're not now, awesome. Good job on not being an asshole anymore. There's a fucking... That was I think a different a, season. I think it's a Menzinger song. I don't want to be an yeah. asshole anymore. <laughs> like, you can make that change. Yeah. Dude, the shit that I have done. Like, I'm not even going to say it out loud because I don't need strangers to judge me for it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I already judged my... <laughs> I judge myself for yeah. it on the daily because I still have to live with the fucking choices I made and the things I did to people in a past life. And you know what? That's getting older. And if people understand that you've changed and that you've grown and they've stuck around to see it, they're not leaving. Right. Like, I know the people that stuck through my fucking mid to late 20s, all of my 20s, actually. I was a fucking shit show for the whole time. I have friends that have been there from the beginning of that. And I'm like, I don't know why the fuck you stayed, but thanks. Like, our friendships are fucking, like, bulletproof at this point. Right. Yeah. Because you've been through so much shit together. Yep. 100%. So like you have to learn how to stifle that self-doubt. And if you can't afford therapy, that's okay. There are other options that are low cost or no cost available in your community. Um, do a quick Google, look what's available to you. If you need help with finding that stuff, please send us an email. Yes. Um, like we're not therapists. We aren't doctors. We don't try to be, we mm-hmm. are just two individuals that have gone Sharing through a lot experiences of experiences and, uh, the self-discovery journey yep. is still evolving. Yep. You are always changing. So give yourself room to do so. Please. Yes. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, we talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK. And we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H E L P can help you if you're looking for or counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, And BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, You can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session. So you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Um, We've talked about that before, too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, um, and talk through some things, it's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P, slash mtk um and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of meathead test kitchen you get 10 percent off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash mtk so if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help 
please check out BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash M-T-K and get 10% off of your first month today. Yes. Um, another thing that you can do to fuck yourself with imposter syndrome is setting really difficult goals and being pissed at yourself for not reaching them in a set amount of time. When we talk about making goals, this is why we, when we say set good goals, this is what we're talking about. It's not about. even good goals. It's attainable goals. Yes. Make them reasonable. Yes. Um, like don't, don't have this idea that you're going on vacation in 60 days and you need to lose 24 pounds a la fucking Kim Kardashian fitting into the goddamn Marilyn Monroe dress a couple yeah. weeks ago. Like don't do that shit. That's not fucking realistic. Is it so the first thing to ask yourself when you set a goal is, is this sustainable? Mm-hmm. That should be the first question you're asking yourself. Nothing else. Can I do this for the long enough amount of time that I need there. to reach that goal? If the answer is no, then retool your goal. Yeah. Yep. 100%. One of the biggest issues that we see with imposter syndrome that I've experienced with imposter syndrome is that the experience of doing well at something <sighs> does nothing to change your beliefs. Uh. I want to read that one more time. The experience of doing well at something, the joy that you feel, does nothing to change your beliefs. So think about this when it comes to your personal health journey, specifically. Mm -hmm. How many times have you absolutely fucking crushed a gym workout session, a lift, whatever it may be, but you put yourself down because of how you perceive others view you? Yeah, and this is the 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 joy and the curse of sharing your wins on social media. Oh yeah, um, we talked about this last week too. Like that dickhead that was coming up. Well, don't post your salad on Instagram if you don't want fucking public opinion. How yeah, about just well, don't be a dick? I didn't post it for your opinion. I posted it to celebrate myself. Yeah, motherfucker. Hey, not everything fucking exists for you. Let us do our thing. Yeah. Nobody invited you to the party. We no. don't want people. As if dumb I was as you, asking you sir. for your opinion, yeah, that's different. Yeah, um, but that's one of those things where. I mean, posting on social aside, it's, I think that sometimes we think that we should be at at this level in order to be successful at whatever it may be that we're doing in the gym because of the nature probably of social media. You compare yourself to other people, which we will touch on in a moment, but uh, it's, it's still a win. You still, you still crushed it at the gym. Um, You got to go to the gym. Yeah, you That's got to. That's a fucking to. privilege. You got to. Like celebrate you got that to you, move your body. you got to move your body today. There are a lot of people that don't have that opportunity. Yep. So take that as a win and fucking run with it. Mm-hmm. Or, or what about the fact that you're satisfy, satisfied with your consistency in building healthier habits, but because you don't look like that person that you follow on the internet or the person standing next to you at the gym, you put yourself down for not working hard enough. Your mileage may vary mm-hmm. for the fucking bazillionth time. That's probably the free space on our bingo card if we ever actually yes. made those. Um, yes. YMMV is the free space. But like you're doing what you can with what you can. Yes. You're doing the best you fucking can with the tools that are available to you. And that's fucking great. And you're building experience along the way. Yes. You're learning. Here's the thing about learning. You have to humble yourself to be able to tackle new things. Mm -hmm. You have to accept the fact that you don't know everything. And I know that's scary and it's hard to take. And like, we all want to think that we're our own best resource. But when you are able to bring those walls down and let yourself be open in conversation, but also open in ideas, Mm -hmm. it's huge. Like yeah. it, it blows your fucking mind open. Yeah. It, you, you pick up so many new things just based on exposure that you wouldn't have had before. Right. And the other thing about consistency and building healthier habits is like, it's not, it doesn't happen in a week yeah. or a month or three, or it, it's, it's literally a marathon. Yes. It's not a sprint. You don't achieve things necessarily overnight. 
Um, you don't build consistency. Consistency and the definition of it are not immediate. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I, I know that we say this a lot, but allowing yourself grace to like, I mean, also, we have also said this a billion times, but <laughs> yes, I'm going to say it yes, again. Please. Sadie and I eat a lot of the same things. Sadie and I work out in much the same manner. Sadie and I look very fucking different genetics. in body composition. And genetics. that is genetics. When you see that person who has popping fucking quads, I've been doing this shit for a really long time. I have to have had to accept the fact that this is what my body looks like. This is where it grows when it gains weight. This is the thing that builds muscle the fastest. I've had to accept those things. Sometimes it needs to be radical acceptance, but I have to accept that this is my body and those are the things that it owns. Yeah. If your thighs are bigger than the person next to you at the gym, who gives a fuck? Thick thighs save lives. Go smother sure some watermelons do. with those motherfuckers. Like, um, like don't beat yourself up for being you. Yeah. You're great. Yep. We love you. You're awesome. Like yes. you have like, dude, again, being a human is fucking intense right now. Yeah. It's, it's really intense in general, but really especially hard. the last three years. Holy fuck. Oh, especially yeah. in this country it's right exhausting. now. Like I just want to just like, I just want to do the thing where I shut the door in a room and I'm going to move my microphone. and I just go, ah, <laughs> yeah. like that's where I'm at right now with how society is. But we're still here. We're still mm-hmm. doing what we love despite the motherfuckers that are trying and to you keep are us too. down. And you are too. So run with it. Do yes. what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy, please. Yes. Like you want to find the key to happiness. It's doing something you want to do with your time. Yes. Doing the things that you're going to continue showing up for yourself for. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, what's the best workout program? The one you'll keep doing? One that you like. The one that you'll keep showing up for? What's the best meal plan? The shit you like to eat in moderation. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the ideal macro split? Whatever one you can what fill. What works for you and yeah. will be consistent for you. Something yeah. that you'll continue to eat. It's like it's like, like there's a don't story. Don't overcomplicate this stuff. Yeah, it doesn't was, need to be harder than that. There was a story that came out about intermittent fasting the other day, and they're like, "Does it work?" And it's like, "Well, intermittent fasting in quote theory. unquote works in theory because you're paying attention to your calorie intake. Guess what happens when you pay attention to your calorie intake." <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're doing macros, if you're carb counting, if you're doing fucking Weight Watchers, like Noom, I don't care. Like when you pay attention to your calories, you're going to see a difference. Yep. That's why it works. Yes, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You're paying attention. You're, you know, wait, I mean, I think you mentioned Weight Watchers, but I've had a couple of friends be like, well, Weight Watchers works for me. I'm like, okay, then do it. That's fine. As long as that's what gets you started paying attention to what's calorically going into your body. Fine. I don't give a fuck what you do. Do what works for you. Like, yeah, the thing you'll keep doing is the best thing to keep do or to do. That's the perfect thing for you. Don't. Don't, and if you work out at home in your basement, who gives a shit? I started out like that. You know what? I started out doing fucking Chalene Johnson turbo jam videos in college. That's how, that was my intro to consistently working out, hanging out with Chalene Johnson and flopping around like a fucking seal because (laughs) I I can't dance. At that time I couldn't dance because I didn't have any body awareness, but like, yeah, if you can't dance, start working out. You'll get really good at dancing. <laughs> you learn muscle control. You'll find and some shit. rhythm. Yeah, you might get some rhythm, especially if you're white, because we all struggle. The stereotype about white people not having rhythm is so fucking true. Yeah. Go to a thing where somebody claps on a beat, and the white people are going to be clapping on They're the wrong off. one. Always. Always. So we've discussed flipping the script or the Sasha stop sign um, a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot on these mental health check episodes of the podcast. But it's worth a reminder again today. So when you feel these thoughts or like these feelings creep up, here are a few things that you can do. Literally, 
Think the opposite of the negative thing that you're telling yourself. I can't become as I can, et cetera. You, you see what I'm getting at here. Even if you don't fully believe it in that moment, if you begin putting this technique into place and practice, you'll be very surprised at how naturally the thought process shifts to positive when those imposter thoughts stream into your head. I do this all of the time. Personally, it's second nature anymore. Um, not 100% of the time. Nobody can be 100% all yep. of the time, but it does help. It is seriously the, I call it, we call it the Sasha stop sign because Throw that's what bones. I literally had to picture in my mind when I would start one, judgments of other people, judgments of myself, but negative thoughts. I, I just have to literally envision a stop sign to, to force myself down. to take a beat. Yeah. One, for me, I have to internally assess where this shit is coming from. <laughs> to then figure out what my next steps will be. It doesn't have to be, I don't, it's not complicated, but it doesn't have to be that, that process for you. It can literally be just to stop that thought process and be like, no, I can do this. I have to do this a lot in the gym sometimes too, because especially on like a weird mental day for me, if I go into the gym and I'm like, just fucking full of negative energy. You're just exuding it. <laughs> it's like it's light. Like I have to think before I even, you know, get under the bar to do a squat. It's lightweight. Mm-hmm. It's fucking lightweight. I can do this. I can do it for this many reps. And I fucking do it. 90% of the time I'm able to continue to do that. And it doesn't feel, it literally doesn't feel heavy. It's, it's weird. Your brain is a powerful thing. It is. Your brain is amazing. So one of the ways that I combat it is my imposter syndrome will manifest sometimes as me thinking people think certain things about me. Mm. Um, like I will look at someone and be like, they don't like me. Or like I've texted you before where it's like, do they hate me? Or like, and, and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Like my therapist is always like, dude, who told you that? Like, yeah. that's what you need to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, this person doesn't fucking like me. Who told you that? Did they tell you that? (laughs) Or are you just thinking that they don't like you? There's a difference. Yeah. Like your thoughts and the actuality of what is real can sometimes be distorted. So this is where taking that power back and establishing positive self-talk is super important. It's baby steps. Try not to focus on doing things perfectly every fucking time. Alternatively, try to do things pretty well, reasonably well, and reward yourself for doing it in the first place because mm-hmm. that alone is a fucking accomplishment. You yes, did the thing you said is. you were going to do. Good job. Yes. We Seriously. talk about it a lot. Yes. Like, it's, it's your snowflakes and your snowman. You can't make that fucking snowman without snowflakes that roll into a ball and a carrot and yeah. a scarf and a hat yeah. and some coal, right? Yes. It's been a while since I made a snowman, yeah. but <laughs> challenge your thoughts. Again, we just said that. Sasha has to do the stop sign. Mine is who the fuck told you that? Yes. Like literally in that tone, I ask myself and I do this, who the fuck told you that? Right. Like, does it really make sense to diminish the things you accomplish regardless of how small you perceive them to be? Perceive them. That's the key word. Perception. Um, did you begin pouring, putting more weight on the barbell? Yeah. Um, that is an accomplishment. I had to do this with myself when, especially when it comes to, uh, bench. I, it's not my strongest thing. It never has been, but I've been adding weight. That is an accomplishment. Um, don't forget that this is your journey as well. We say this a lot, but it, we want to remind you the reason the things that we repeat all the time are things that we want you to we accept as the truth. Because we think they're important. They are. <laughs> and all these wins are yours and yours alone. So stop fighting your feelings of not belonging. I made a TikTok about this on my personal account a couple weeks ago. Lean into it. The fastest way to overcome some of these feelings 
is to accept the fact that you feel them. So acknowledge that you feel a certain way. When you lean into it, you can be, it can be super impactful in beginning the process of undoing some of the negative beliefs you have about yourself. Yes. It, are things changing in your life? Lean into it because sometimes you can't change it. So if you lean into it, it can change your perspective entirely. I had to have this conversation. The reason I made that video in, in, at all, things have been evolving a little bit at work. Is it scary because change is scary? Sure. Yes. Lean into it, (laughs) but lean into it because when you can lean into stuff and situations and things that you're perceiving, it is a lot easier to accept the fact that the facts of the situation period, but also then maybe help change your perspective. I had to do this with my relationship with my husband. He is my best friend, and but we are also very similar people. I had to literally think to myself, lean into it, dude. You have, if you just lean into it, a very beautiful relationship. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. He is this way. You are this way. Lean and into that. You're not going to get along, and that's fine. People, you're don't not supposed get to get along. along all the time. No, you don't. <laughs> you're going to love each alert, other. It's normal to fight with, but your you're spouse. not always going to like each other. Yeah, okay, it's normal. It's okay. It's normal to disagree. That's what I say when you <laughs> yes. when we talk about fighting with your spouse. Yes. Having a disagreement. You're not going to agree with everybody all the time. I don't even Absolutely agree with myself yes. all the time. Like, yes. Fuck. Lean into it. Yeah, and it's as, okay to lean into it. And it's not scary. Difficult as it can be. Like, and you talk about with work. So like for us, the podcast has evolved a lot. And is it exciting? Absolutely. Is it fucking terrifying? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. The idea of like expectations. Do I enjoy interacting with my friends on social media, which is you because you're sweet and you're awesome and you follow us and you're not dickheads? Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. But like, there's a lot that you don't have context to in someone's situation so like a to have expectations of what you should do for yourself while they're doing that is not fair for yourself. No, um, no. like we have we a, did lot a of, whole fucking episode on comparison yes. is the death of joy. Yes, we did. And it's it really is like I could there. Are, how many other podcasts are there on the network? Uh, I thought you were going to say in general, like literally millions, millions of podcasts, there but in the building, in the building, 62. <clears throat> All right. So we've got 62 podcasts in the building. If I were paying attention to what every other podcast on the network was doing, I would never fucking have time to work on my own shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> stay in your lane. Yeah. Please yeah. stay in your lane. Yep. It's, it's really easy once you figure out how to do it and it's rewarding because you realize that a, you're not listening to outside noise anymore, but your shit that you're focusing on gets so much better because you're paying attention to it. Right. Exactly. So you belong anywhere you want to be mm-hmm. period. Um, a kind of is essentially what we're saying. I know that it's difficult sometimes to accept the fact that you um, belong in the spaces that you are occupying or intend to occupy You belong to take up space in those spaces. You have a unique perspective that nobody else has. And that is some of the beauty of being a human being. Honestly, anymore, I think it's the only thing that's beautiful about being alive. It's one of the good Um, things about the human experience. Everybody's sharing their notes on the process. Exactly. And you're deserving of doing the things that you want to do to make a positive impact in your life, in the world around you. Anyone that tries to to convince you otherwise or tell you anything other than that probably has some issues that they need to deal with on their own. And that's yep. not your responsibility. And that's okay. Projection. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're an amazing human being. Like we say that all the time, but we, I literally mean it. Every single person that has sent us a message or reached out to us in any way, shape or form, whether that be constructive criticism or otherwise, 
or, or words of kindness. Like you're freaking incredible. And I try to make sure that I, I'm not, I'm not just saying that I actually think yeah, that um, this isn't us being placating. We really no, do appreciate everything. Seriously. Like, cause here's, here's the thing with us. We had the expectation that we were going to do a fitness podcast and it was going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. We're coming up on our fucking hundredth episode in 10 weeks and like, it's wild. Yeah. Like we've got 11,000 followers on TikTok. We've got over a thousand on Instagram. Now we've got over 50,000 lifetime downloads. Like you belong where you are. Mm-hmm. You're there for a fucking reason. You got put there by someone else for a reason. Yes. You didn't get that job just because you showed up and said, hey, I want that job. You had to show that you had the knowledge and the fucking, you can execute whatever it is that you do. Like Exactly. Give yourself the fucking credit, please. As someone that never gives themselves enough credit, I am the person that always tries to make the people around me extra shine. Yes. So that they don't fucking feel the way that I do. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so when, if I'm like, if you come to us on social media and I am overly sweet, that's why it's not fake. I want you to feel awesome because some days I know how much it sucks to not feel awesome. Yes. I don't ever want to be the reason that someone feels that way. Like hundred percent. And like, remember too, that you are doing the things that you need to do for you. Yep. Uh, we, talked about this, like you're not selfish for doing that. You're doing the things that you feel are right for you. And anybody who does not want to or lacks understanding of why, how, or what that you're doing, they don't need to understand that. You're doing it for you. Yeah, just because they can't comprehend what you're doing doesn't mean that it's wrong. Exactly. Um, It might not be right for them, but it's not wrong for you. Exactly. And that's okay. Like my biggest thing is always step back and look at the bigger picture. Um, we are constantly bombarded with information 25, eight, 366. Like, yes. It's here. It's not going away. We're going to get bombarded with more and more fucking information as time goes on because technology, mm. but step back, take a deep breath and look at the fucking bigger picture. I have to do this a lot because I've got so much shit going on upstairs that I get caught up in what I'm doing and I don't realize how far I've actually come. Yeah. Um, in anything like professionally, personally, emotionally, um, as a friend, like I, I have people tell me again, going back to taking compliments. I have people tell me that I'm such a great friend and I don't fucking believe them. (laughs) And you know how much that sucks for me to not believe them when they're like, you're a great person. I'm like, no, I'm not step back and look at the bigger picture. Yes. A hundred percent. I have to do this. I try to do this inventory. Like Two, three times a year. Yeah. Um, because I, it is very easy to get caught up in the moment or not take into consideration the bigger picture, like Sadie just said. Um, but I have to do that inventory a lot because if I sit here, I have a big thing coming up in my life in like a couple days and I'm fucking terrified of it because I know when the thing I have to deal with happened, um, it derailed my life in a positive way. But when I think about 12 years ago and that person, and I talked about this on the last mental health check episode, I got very passionate about it. Like taking care of yourself is not selfish. If I had not done those things, and looked at the bigger picture or tried to do any work, um, which is why these episodes are important because we both still have everybody, in my opinion, has work to do to, you know, whatever, whatever you need to do. But basically the point that I'm making here is that 
when you step back and take that inventory and actually think about the things that you've improved upon or the season in life you are now, I give thanks to that person, but I'm not that person. Yeah. It's like, hey, kid, we made it. Yeah. Thank you for the life experiences that I had because I wouldn't be able to be now if it wasn't for you. So thank you. But stay, stay there. Yeah. You stay in that room. But, I'm, I'm glad that we did the thing and I'm glad that you're still here, yeah. but you stay there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to come hang out anymore. Don't undercut yourself just in, in your life experiences because you wouldn't be who you are today and you wouldn't have been able to accomplish the things that you have if you, if it wasn't for you. Yeah. And, and to keep in mind too, if you're going through a spot, like nothing makes you turn kind like pain. Nothing makes you want to be nicer to people than fucking going through it yourself. Yeah. Um, Especially when you're doing it to yourself. Like, that's a special kind of hell. Um, So if you're struggling right now, please uh, take this as your sign to reach out and talk to somebody. Um, That somebody can be anyone. It doesn't matter if Mm -hmm. it's a friend, if it's a family member that you trust. Just make sure it's someone that you trust and that you're willing to be vulnerable with. Because it's going to be a weird, awkward, fucking difficult conversation. But it's a very necessary one if you're at the fucking end. Mm -hmm. Um. I didn't want to get too deep on that, but I kind of did. Um, but this is your push. If you need to make a change, please do it. Yeah. Coming from two people that had tried to destroy themselves in any fucking way that they could for a really long amount of time. Don't yep. do that to yourself. And, um, you know, Im- imposter syndrome can and probably has affected you at some point in your life. Um, and it can get real dark if you let it overtake you. Yes, it um, can. So try not to let it overtake your life. My darling meathead, I've got to tell you, if you're in the market for a new job, I have an opportunity to tell you all about how would you like to work for a rapidly growing company that also enjoys benefits that come along with having a competitive, stable history of over 20 years. They're also consistently voted as one of the best places to work in Omaha, FSC Edge. What is that? They are a leading technology innovator. They serve governmental agencies with expert services helping worldwide patent offices meet strict processing and publishing timelines while delivering exceptional quality and support. They support some of the world's largest patent offices throughout the U.S. and Europe, including the European Patent Office, the German Patent and Trademark Office, and right here in the States, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. They are the only group of companies worldwide that provide this support to all three of these agencies agencies. So it's kind of a big deal. Working at FSC Edge is incredible. You can work with fun people with great attitudes. They're very open to questions. You're not on the phone. You're not customer facing. So you have casual dress code, which Who doesn't love a casual Friday every day of the week? You get access to generous benefits packages. They have company support for health and wellness, which, you know, we're big fans of right here at Meathead Test Kitchen. You can do impactful work on a national scale and make a difference. So if you want to join the team, it's constantly growing and they're always looking for new people to join in at their mission. Check it out right now. FSCedge.com slash careers. If you ever need an ear, our DMs are always open on the socials at Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere. You can always, always, always send us an email at hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Um, we will have resources linked in the show notes. Um, and seriously, like, take care of yourselves. Like, we, I'm not just saying this and being placating. We seriously love you. Yes. Anyone who's listening to this. When we say that you matter, we fucking mean it. Yes. Like we check our social media. I fucking know your user handles. I know what you look like. Yeah. (laughs) I know. So does Sasha. We're there all day. Like we know you're out there and we appreciate it and we fucking want you to stay with us. Like, yeah, 
don't don't check out yet. You're not done. Like it's we're we're recording two episodes today because we've got a bunch of crazy shit going on. So it's my birthday. But like I think about me 17 years ago, which is half of a lifetime ago, and how fucking different I was. Like, yeah, that's huge. Give yep. yourself the time to grow. Yep. If you're in it right now and it's really shitty and it sucks, it's not going to be that way forever. It's not. Trust. trust it's not. Trust. It's not going to rain forever. Nope. It cannot rain all the time. And if you've seen that movie and you haven't seen it in a while, go watch it. And if you yes. don't know what I'm talking about, maybe we'll talk about it in another episode. <laughs> we're we're Midwestern good buying okay? this shit. Oh, the crow. <laughs> One of the best movie soundtracks ever. It cannot ever, rain all of the time. It can't. It's not humanly possible. No, Science says not. so. Yep. It's um, scientific that you can't be sad all the time. See, yep. there you go. Things happen and sometimes they're shitty, but I promise you if you give it some time and yourself a chance, it will fucking get better. Motion City Soundtrack you. says what doesn't kill us makes us who we are. And we're yep. leaving you with that. Have MTK. a good week. We fucking love you. Meathead Test Kitchen. Out. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.